world needs to hear your voice, but not everyone wants to listen to it, and that's okay. You can't worry about the people that aren't listening. You can't worry about the people that aren't supporting. You can't worry about the people who aren't validating you. Your validation has to come first and foremost from you. And if you can help one other person in your community, amazing. If every single person, all 8 billion of us, went out today to effect positive change for one person in their community, everybody would be affected by positive change today. So your voice matters. It matters when people aren't listening. So don't be afraid to use it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Woohoo! My name is Emily Chadbourne, still hasn't done a jingle. Gonna do one for the new year. And it won't be me singing. Gonna get someone professional to do a jingle. So, this episode is all about business. And I am currently in real time, so I'm recording this at the end of November 2021. I'm currently um, running a live course about business. It's called Amplify Your Business and it is right now exclusively for members of the Amplify team. I'm thinking, maybe, maybe, um, about selling it separately as a separate course outside of the Amplify container for anybody who might be interested, Um, but that will be in early 2022. For today's episode, what I would love to do is share with you a 20-25 minute segment from one of the sessions that we did. I asked everybody who had joined me live to jump into the chat and to let me know what was getting in their way. So what limiting beliefs did they currently hold that meant that they were not showing up in their business the way that they could and the way that their ideal client really deserves them to. So lots of answers came through. We talked about money, we talked about imposter syndrome, we talked about, you know, being worried about what our family and friends might think of us, Um, who am I to teach somebody else about business when I'm not a millionaire yet, all of that jazz. Um, It was a really awesome and insightful conversation and I trust that if you are in business for yourself that you will enjoy hearing it. If you are interested in accessing the Amplify Your Business course when it gets released outside of the Amplify container in early 2022, then drop me an email just so that I can be sure that you get first dibs and that you know about it when it lands. And of course, if you have enjoyed this episode or if you know someone in the world of business who would really, really, really appreciate hearing what I have to say, then go ahead, share it with them. You can share this on your socials and tag me at Unashamedly Emily on Insta. Um, as always, I really, really, really appreciate it when you subscribe, when you share, when you review, when you rate, all of that jazz. And if you are more of a visual human and you would like to watch this, then you can head over to my YouTube channel, Emily Chadbourne, and have a little looky. All right, enjoy the episode and I love your guts. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Unashamedly Human podcast. I'm not quite sure how we got to episode 100, to be honest. 
Um, but yeah, here we are. I have so enjoyed recording these podcasts for you. And I, in honour of our 100th episode, I have curated, collected, created some of my top lessons that I have learnt as a result of showing up to do this podcast. And those lessons are directly relatable into everyday life for anybody who cares to listen. So I'm recording this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne, which you can go ahead and join. Moving into 2022, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne is going to be a beautiful space where we can discuss some of the topics that are going to come up through future podcast episodes, where we can connect with each other, uh, rally around each other, support each other as we grow into our greatness. So definitely, definitely worth joining Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. If you haven't already, you can hop into the show notes. The link to join for free will be there. All right, let's start. Let's get on with it. So I want to talk about five key lessons that I've been reflecting on since starting Unashamedly Human. And I started this podcast, I don't know, a couple of years ago, maybe. And it was a friend of mine, Erica Kramer, who you guys might know as the Queen of Confidence, who sent me a voice note saying, just start your frigging podcast already. What are you doing? And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I kind of procrastinating on doing this and I think you know all the standard fear shit comes up doesn't it like who am I to start a podcast what does my voice really mean will anyone listen to it will people laugh at me will I be rejected will it be really hard work I don't really know what I'm doing how does all the tech stuff work there's a million reasons not to do something always there's always a million reasons not to do something whether it's money whether it's time whether it's fear But if we live our lives governed by those things, we're always going to live a fragment of who we could be. We're always going to like tamper down our curiosity, our potential, our creativity. And I think that just makes the world a slightly dimmer place all round. I think everyone is here with a message. Everybody is here to do good. And if you feel like you've got something inside you that wants to be expressed, you're damn right that somewhere out there, someone needs to hear what you have to say. And so my first lesson from running the Unashamedly Human podcast has been that the world needs your voice. There is a second part to this lesson, and that is, but not everyone wants to listen to it. The world needs your voice, but not everyone wants to listen to it. And you know what? That's okay. I don't have a huge following with the Unashamedly Human podcast as it stands at the moment. On average, somewhere between 250 and 300 downloads per episode. That's not a lot of downloads. And it would be really easy for me at this stage to be like, you know what? It is a lot of work and it's a lot of editing. It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of output. Like, fuck it. I'm not getting the return on investment that I think I should be getting. So I'm just going to stop doing it. But here's the thing, probably at least once a week, someone messages me from those 250, 300 downloads and they say, I listened to that episode that you did back in the day. Sometimes it's like episode five or something. I don't even remember recording that episode anymore, but they've gone back and they've listened to it or a friend has recommended that they listen to it. And something about that episode, something that I have said has fundamentally changed the way that they think about themselves, changed the way that they feel about themselves, 
shifted a perspective that they have on the world. And so even if thousands and thousands and thousands of people aren't listening to my podcast yet, the people that are, I'm helping. The people that are listening are getting so much from it. And I think in this world that we live in at the moment where, you know, social media reach is revered, you know, and if you've got hundreds of thousands of followers, it must mean that you are important. It must mean that you are valuable. It must mean that people are listening to you. It must mean that you've got something valuable to give the world. And I think we're in danger sometimes of forgetting that we only ever, ever, ever need to help one person to be making a difference. Like, I am not an influencer. I don't have a huge Instagram following yet. I don't have hundreds of thousands of people watching my shit and listening to my podcast. But that doesn't mean that what I'm doing isn't important. It doesn't mean that the people are listening and consuming my content don't need it. And so if you are, whether you're in business or not, you don't have to be in business for this lesson to really land with you. Like if you have got something to share with the world, maybe it's your poetry, maybe it's a song, maybe it's a dance, maybe it's a painting, maybe it's a career change and you feel like you would be so much better utilized in a different department or in a different role or in a completely different career and you're holding yourself back because you're not sure how it's going to be received, you're not sure you're going to get enough likes, you're not sure enough people are going to follow you, you're not sure you're going to get enough approval, if you're sitting in that space, I urge you to stop making it about how many people grant you permission and instead give it to yourself. Just decide. I give myself permission to reach one person and if I, have met, if I have reached one person, if I have affected change for one person, if I've made one person's life more beautiful, more comforting, more enjoyable, then I have done a good thing. And that one person might even be you. It might be you that listens to your songs. It might be you that you need to dance for. It might be you that you need to tap back into your creativity for. Who says that you're less important than everybody else? So that's been a real powerful lesson for me is not to gauge my impact by traditional metrics of impact, not to gauge my success based on a number. Now, obviously, would I would I approach this podcast slightly differently if I had hundreds and thousands of followers? Yeah, probably I would. Maybe I would be a bit more polished maybe I would I don't know make a bit more of an effort to get really interesting guests on because you know obviously you're more likely to get high profile guests if you've got a big listenership but would I still just show up because I want to affect one person and that one person is enough yes so the world needs to hear your voice but not everyone wants to listen to it and that's okay you can't worry about the people that aren't listening. You can't worry about the people that aren't supporting. You can't worry about the people who aren't validating you. Your validation has to come first and foremost from you. And if you can help one other person in your community, amazing. If every single person, all 8 billion of us, went out today to effect positive change for one person in their community, everybody would be affected by positive change today. So your voice matters. It matters when people aren't listening. So don't be afraid to use it. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome.
The second lesson is to show up. And this is in life, but especially in business. You know, there are days and weeks where I'm like, oh God, what am I going to talk about on the podcast today? And is anyone even listening? And, you know, is anyone interested in this topic? And I don't feel like doing it today. And today it feels hard or I don't feel massively inspired. But I show up anyway because there is a certain level of integrity that I build with myself when I show up. So obviously it makes business sense to show up regularly and to show up consistently and to build trust and responsiveness with your audience, right? If I said I was going to do something and then didn't do it and then the next day I was like, join my course, you'd be like, why would I join her course? She doesn't show up when she says she's going to show up. So I mean, obviously it's in terms of business and building trust and responsiveness with other people and and forging a, a trusting relationship with your market and with your potential clients or even if you're not in business for yourself, you know, with your friends, with your family, with your colleagues, showing up is a really important part of leadership, self-leadership and leadership of others. <clears throat> but it goes further than that. If I don't show up, I break trust with myself. And I see time and time and time again with women that I coach, whether it be in a business capacity or in a personal capacity, the women that come through the Amplify membership program, women that do my short courses, whether they're live or evergreen, time and time and time again, I see the thing that trips women up from standing in their greatest potential is that they don't trust themselves enough to deal with what might happen when they choose to be seen, when they choose to put their se- themselves in the path of failure, when they give themselves permission to go for their dreams, when they ask for more, when they raise their energetic minimums. They don't trust themselves to receive great wealth. They don't trust themselves to deal with other people's judgment or other people's potential rejection like it all comes down to how much do you trust yourself I have consciously and purposefully worked really hard on my levels of integrity with myself over the last six years and that's not so that you guys can trust me although that's kind of like a ripple effect of it it's so that I can trust me because if I can trust me If I can show up for me time and time and time again on the days when I don't feel like it, on the days where I might not be so inspired, on the days where my period's coming and I'd rather sit on the sofa with a massive bag of Doritos, if I can continue to show up and not break the promises that I make for myself with myself, I develop this energetic connection with myself where I know I've got my own back. And what happens when that happens is that then when curveballs come, when it gets a bit lumpy, when a global pandemic sweeps through, when I'm a million miles away from my family, when a business failure comes along, when something doesn't go the way I thought it was going to go, when I don't get the listeners that I thought I was going to get, when I don't get the interaction that I thought I was going to get, when it all goes horribly wrong, I pick myself up and I go again because I know I can trust myself. I know I've got my own back. I know I'm going to show up for myself. So I invite you today to start thinking about, like, where are you not showing up for yourself? And that might be quite an icky question to ask yourself. I get it. Because who really wants to be confronted with that? And, and I say this to my clients all the time. It's so friggin' important when we do this level of self-reflection that we don't do it from a place of judgment, that we're not here to berate ourselves or condone ourselves or to, like, chat shit about ourselves. Like, you've got to act like you're your own best friend. Like, you are the most maternal, loving, kind, graceful parent with yourself 
And we do that with a real curious compassion. So, 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 so compassionately, you're going to ask yourself some really curious questions. Hey, I love you. And I'm really wondering right now, where in life are we not showing up for ourselves? And we're not going to identify that area of life so that we can be like, look how shit you are. We're going to do it so we can be like, wow, okay, I wonder what might be going on there. What stories are you telling yourself in that area of your life right now? What strategies are you playing out? Who did you learn those strategies from? Where did that belief system form? And what are we going to do about it? Like, who do we want to be? How do we want to feel? What effect do we want for ourselves? And are we willing, really powerful question, am I willing? Are we willing to become that person today? And you can start real small. Showing up for yourself for me, like, really started with, I think it was probably something ridiculous like I'm going to drink more water this week (laughs) like it sounds so benign but really if you knew me six years ago (laughs) like the idea of showing up and not breaking a promise to myself on something so mundane as drinking water was a big deal so you start small like are you just going to go to bed before 10 p.m every weeknight this week and when it gets to 10 to 10 and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just watch one more replay of Seinfeld or maybe I'll just open another bottle of wine before I go to sleep or maybe I'll just scroll on social media for half an hour. You have that conversation with yourself, which is, again, with curious compassion. Hey, what what do we want to feel about ourselves? Is the mindless scroll on social media for 30 minutes worth me breaking a promise to myself? Or do I want to forge a relationship with myself where I show up? So showing up one of the most powerful things you can do and that doesn't have to mean you quit your job or leave your relationship or move country or start your own business it could just be as simple as you know what I'm going to parent myself and go to bed on time tonight because I love myself enough to do that and I'm going to forge this really really powerful energetic connection of integrity with myself all right number three um lots of people joining the live chat so thank you all very much for being here hey em 100 yes yeah 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 yeah. integrity if you can build integrity and start showing up for yourself man all of the other shit that you're worried about so much of that will kind of like self-heal itself you know if you're going to the root of the problem and the root of the problem is that you don't back yourself you don't trust yourself you don't know yourself you don't like yourself then all of a sudden, all of the external stuff that you're worried about kind of takes care of itself, whether that be your health, whether that be the amount of money in your bank account, whether that be being looked over for a promotion time and time and time again. Like, start with self. It always starts with self. All right, number two. This is a big one, and I'm going to talk about this one, obviously with full brutal honesty because it's me, and I always try and show up as the real version of me and not as the version of me that I think you want me to be. And this one is all about comparison. And I would be a big, fat, dirty liar if I pretended that I never compare myself to other people and I sail through life thinking that I'm always enough and I never sit there and look at somebody else's stuff and be like, oh, because I'm just not there yet. Like, I'm not at that level of enlightenment. I am still working through my comparison stuff and I know enough about myself and my paradigms and my belief systems and the experiences that I've had to know that this is real deep-rooted shit for me right this started at birth I'm the last of three kids so I've got two older sisters I'm the last the youngest of all of my family cousins and everything and so for many 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 years I always felt like 
I was playing catch up and I always felt like I was last and I always compared myself to the people who were above me and in front of me and better than me and bigger than me and smarter than me and older than me and and that just became my default setting because that's how it wasn't anyone's fault you know my parents were awesome my sisters were awesome this is just the way that life was for me and as an adult I have to take full responsibility of that I can't keep living at the effect of that I can't keep moving through the world being like, everyone's better than me. Because you know what? I'm a fucking 40-year-old woman now. Enough. Stop acting like the five-year-old who was probably valid in feeling like that because everyone was older than her. But now I'm 40 and enough is enough, right? So this is a very kind and compassionate and loving conversation that I have to parent myself through probably on a daily basis. And it's one of the reasons that I have to be really cautious with my social media use. Because it's really, really, really easy for me to compare myself to other people. So there are a lot of podcasts out there. It's a really noisy space. Obviously, they're like huge right now, right? We're in the podcast boom. And it's awesome because it means that so many people have got a voice and we're exposed to all of these sorts of ideas and great minds and forward thinkers and beautiful interviews and funny and evocative. It's like, it's awesome. How friggin' amazing. But of course, my little 200 people listen to me podcast gets lost in the fray. And it's really easy for me to look at people who have got hundreds of thousands of listeners or like they're celebrating 2 million downloads. And I'm like, why am I not doing that? Why is no one listening to my stuff? And look, there are some, in some cases, it's really easy to identify. You know, that person already had an established, you know, they were famous or something like, let's say, and then they've launch their podcast and they've got like this juggernaut machine behind them you know churning it all out and producing it and getting it into the hands of people and these amazing guests and stuff and so you know in some ways it's really easy for me I'll give you a perfect example of that so Fern Cotton if you're British you'll know who she is and if you're not you might not but she runs a podcast called Happy Place and Fern Cotton was like a kids tv presenter and then like a pop culture presenter um, and radio DJ on Radio 1 which is the UK's largest radio station and she's my age so I kind of grew up with her in that kind of pop culture world and then she started her own podcast and it's all about mindset and it's all about you know mindfulness and mental health and and of course it's friggin exploded and it's winning all of these awards because she is you know well funded I suppose (laughs) you know she's not doing it by herself uh, relatively unknown from her bedroom so in so, in so many ways, you can kind of be like, well, of course, of course, there's, you know, more success there for, for that person. But also what I can't do, and this is something that I have to really monitor with myself, is I can't say, well, it's easier for her because, well, of course, she's really successful because. Because the moment that I do that, the moment that I give away my power by saying it's easier for her because I completely disempower myself and my own ability and capability I cannot give myself excuses because in the space of the excuse I shrink back I give up I tell myself that I don't have what it takes and you know what there are plenty of people Erica Kramer I talked about her earlier she started from her car doing podcasts and she's got a million downloads and she's no different from me so I cannot give myself the excuse that that person has got something that I don't have. Because I've got something that somebody else doesn't have. No one else is Emily Chadbourne. And you know what? Maybe my podcast is a bit of a slow burner to begin with. Maybe it will never get more than 300 views or downloads rather. And I have to be okay with that as well. 
like I cannot sit in the comparison of what other people are doing. I cannot compare myself to what other people are doing. And I certainly have to check myself whenever I find myself saying, well, it's easier for her because, or of course that person's got more views because, well, that person's got a team of people working for them. So of course they're gonna have more listeners. It just completely disempowers me. I have to focus on why I am doing this podcast. I'm not doing it for a hundred million thousand downloads, although it would be lovely. I'm doing it because I want to affect change. And I think affecting change for one person is a good enough metric to work for. So be wary of comparison. It really galvanizes some people, some people of a natural disposition where to compete is actually something that really, really works for them and it drives them and they thrive under that kind of experience. It's just, it's not for me. It's like my kryptonite. It's my like weed killer. <laughs> if I was a weed, um, it's the thing that like makes me pull back. It makes me give up. It makes, it puts me right into my victimhood mode. So, you know, you've got to know yourself if comparing yourself to other people and pitting yourself against other people and being in competition with other people really works for you. Friggin' awesome. Rock on. For me, it is an absolute show stopper. And when I mean show stopper, I don't mean like, wow, that was a show stopper. I mean like the show is over, go home. So be very, very, very conscious of comparison. Be even more conscious when you begin to say it's easier for that person because. Because all you're doing is justifying and disempowering yourself. If like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! All right, the fourth lesson is to play. Oh, there's loads of comments. Sorry, I didn't see them. So please feel free to comment, question, have a conversation with me if you're catching this live. I do, 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 do love it when we talk to each other. Okay, so the next one is to play. So when I look back at like the very first episode of Unashamedly Human, you know, I think I was talking about, I think I talked about fear and I think I reviewed a book and it was basically like the audio version maybe of my Friday email. And look, it's changed over the hundred episodes. I've definitely had some episodes where I felt like I just kind of like churned something out for the sake of it a little bit. If I'm going to be completely honest, that happens sometimes. I've interviewed some people sometimes. I did like a sprig off of the Unashamedly 40 podcast series, which was when I turned 40 and I did lots of interviews with people, with my friend Rochelle, about their experiences of turning 40. And I think where I've come to now is this, because I've done lots of playing, because I didn't say, okay, this is going to be the format of Unashamedly Human and I have to stick to it and I'm not allowed to play with it and I'm not allowed to get curious with it it has to be this way and it has to be regimented because that makes me feel safe because control is where I can I can feel good about myself like I didn't come to unashamedly human with that attitude I came here to play and to try stuff out and to see what landed and to see what I enjoyed delivering and the interviews that I enjoyed doing and 
the kinds of things that made me feel like, oh yeah, fuck, I get to record that today. So I've really played around a little bit with the format and the topics and sometimes I've gone off on these little business tangents and sometimes I've brought it back to just personal development and sometimes I've talked really deeply about spirituality. And here's the beautiful thing is that those topics all fall under my brand of being unashamedly human. You know, there's, it's not like I've been like, and today we are talking true crime, you know, like I've just talked about the stuff that delights me and interests me and the things that I think are going to be really useful to affect change for at least one person. And if I've done that, then my job here is done and I don't need to compare myself to what anyone else is doing along the way. So give yourself permission to play. And that might mean that the job that you're currently in that you thought you were going to be in for the rest of your life, but you've been in for 15 years and it's slowly killing you, like play with the idea of doing something else. It might be Go back to play with your creativity. Go and do an art project on the weekend. Go to a different country for a while. Learn a a new language. Like, whatever it is, don't be afraid to play with life. Don't be afraid to give shit a go and see what works for you. Don't get so attached to the regimented and to the safe and to the predictable and to the controlled that you forget to be childlike and curious. Because while it might feel safe for a while, I promise you it will end up feeling suffocating. And there are going to be all sorts of things that you could have pursued that you're just kind of like duping yourself on. Like I had some conversations, especially in those Unashamedly 40 podcast episodes, Like I had some conversations with people that I interviewed that fucking changed my life, that changed the way that I thought about life. And really delightful conversations. And... I wouldn't change that. And imagine if I'd been like, no, that's not what Unashamedly Human is about. I can't do like a spin-off series of Unashamedly Human because that's not what is right or proper or I I can't go off grid, right? I can't go off piste. I must stick to the planned route. Like I didn't. I gave myself permission to play. And as a result of that, I have managed to see kind of what lands, what doesn't land, what I enjoy doing, what I don't enjoy doing. And I've got a much clearer idea about where the podcast is going to go. I feel like the last hundred episodes really have just been me playing and trying stuff out and showing up. And it's almost been like the the like prelude. Is that the right word? Is it even a word? Prologue? The beginning bit to what is to come. I feel like this has just been me feeling it out and working it out and playing around with ideas and moving forward I will have a bit of a clearer path and a sort of clearer idea about where the podcast is going and who I want to have on as a guest and the type of topics that I want to cover but that hasn't come from just knowing it that's come from experiencing it that's come from a bit of failure along the way that's come from probably let's be honest a couple of real mediocre episodes like and that's okay like I listen to podcasts from people and I'll get halfway through and I'll be like this is a shit episode that doesn't mean like I cancel culture the entire podcast series I'll be like I'm just going to skip on to the next episode see if that one's more relevant to me if that one speaks more to me if that one engages me more like it's okay to try stuff don't be afraid to play and not everything that you play with is going to turn out the way that you thought it was going to turn out but success is inherently a part of failure and failure is inherently a part of success so give yourself permission to give some shit a go and not don't attach to anything I remember a mentor of mine 
many, 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 many years ago when I was first starting out. I mean, I was starting out in business, but I don't think I had a business at the time. I was just like contemplating what my business might look like. And I remember her saying, you know, don't marry an idea. You date an idea and you flirt with an idea and you get pretty intimate with an idea, but don't ever marry an idea. Always give yourself permission to change. Everything is always up for renegotiation all of the time. It doesn't mean you're a quitter. It doesn't mean you're a failure. Like, give yourself permission to play. And then the last and fifth lesson, and this is what's really exciting about, sort of ties in all of the four lessons to date. So the world needs your voice, but not everyone needs to hear it. That you must be showing up. Don't compare yourself to other people and give yourself permission to play. This is all sort of tied into a really exciting meeting that I had just this morning, actually, which is like, ask for help. I know that with my expertise, that with my particular disposition, my human design, my personality, the way I was kind of intrinsically wired, I know that I could continue doing the Unashamedly Human podcast as I'm doing it, probably not going to grow huge amounts, I'll probably just bumble on for another 100 episodes, and that would be great, and it would be fine, and I would do it that way anyway, but I'm at a point now with my business and with my brand where I know I am capable of holding a much bigger container. And when I talk about a container, what I mean is I can hold so much more energetic space for so many more people to hear my message. I'm ready to be seen at that level. I'm ready to be heard at that level. I'm ready to make much more transformation in the world. I'm ready to make a much bigger, bigger impact in the world. And you know what? I'm not gonna do that by myself. I can't do it by myself. It's not my area of expertise. It's not my genius zone. The idea of producing a podcast or, you know, reaching out to all of these people I want to interview, like that gets outsourced from here on in. And so I had a really, really awesome and exciting tight butt moment, massive tight butt moment. I'm bringing on like this amazing woman and her agency to take on so much of my social media management. And that includes the podcast I will continue to be the voice of it. I will continue to be the brains behind it. I will be continue to show up to it over and over and over again. And if I affect what change in one person, then fuck my job here is done. But I am now going to have a team of people behind me who go, okay, so how do we play the algorithm? What topics are really landing? Let's have a look at the analytics. How do we get this out to more people? Who can we interview and bring on that's going to be the right vibe for the people that you want to affect change with? And I think we all get to a point in life where sometimes we just have to take a step back and go, you know what? For me to get where I want to get, I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need a coach. I'm going to need a community. I'm going to need a mentor. I'm going to need to outsource some stuff. I'm going to need to bring someone in who has an expertise in an area where I don't want to fucking do it. Like I don't want to learn the analytics part. I don't care about SEO. I don't care about meta what is it? Meta words. I don't even know all the words. I don't even know the turn of phrase. But you will get to a point in your business where you realize you must bring in other people to help you grow. And if you're not in business for yourself, there will be a point in your life where you're like, I need a group of people to help me grow. I mean, that's what the Amplify community is all about. Is It's women who got to a point in life where they were like, I've done this on my own so far with the partner that I've got, with the kids that I do and do not have, with the jobs that I have and haven't had, with the family that I have been, you know, given, good or bad, this is where I've got to in life. And I know that the next level of my amplification 
the next level of my growth, the next level of my experience as a human being on this planet in this particular incarnation, I can't get to the next step alone. I need support, I need cheerleading, I need someone guiding me, I need someone supporting me. And every person that I look at that is living a successful life, and be very careful because there's a massive difference between success and happiness. And my metric of success, and everybody's is gonna be different, my metric of success is where is your level of happiness at so my definition definition of success when i see successful people and that means to me full-time freedom that you're not beholden to a calendar you're not beholden to a diary you're not beholden to like i've got client after client after client after client or i've got you know two million things to do like full-time freedom so that you can pick up a book halfway through the afternoon that to me is success full money freedom which means that you trust money and that wealth is being built around you. You don't have to worry about money, not because you've just got so much of it and it's never ending, but because you trust that it will come. That for me is success. You're making an impact in the world. You're doing something that is valuable. You're affecting change in other people. You're here for the greater good. So this isn't just self-driven. So yes, of course, I have my own personal whys as to why I'm in business. One of those whys is because I never want money to be a reason that I have to say no to stuff. But my bigger why is in my collective why is because I look at the state of the world and I see very fucking clearly that very fucking quickly we need to readdress the power balance. We need to be getting visibility. We need to be getting money. We need to be getting power into the hands of people who can affect really true, really good change. And right now, the people who can affect the greatest amount of change, in my opinion, is white privileged women. We are the people who are going to address the power balance. We are the people who are going to stand up for the marginalized and for the oppressed and for the people with a different skin color and for people who are non-binary. As far as I can see, I think that's worth fighting for. And for me to do that, I can't do it on my own. I have to bring in other people who are going to fill in the gaps where I naturally have gaps. Nothing wrong with that. Life is not a solo sport. It is something that we come together to co-create with each other and with the universe, which I choose to call God. So get excited about Unashamedly Human 2022. Amazing things are coming because I am choosing to amplify my natural talents by bringing in people who are going to help me do that. I want to reach more people. I want to effect a greater change. I want to see some global change. And I think that is worth fighting for. So those five lessons again, the world needs your voice, but not everyone wants to listen to it. And that is A-OK. Show up, build integrity with yourself, build trust and responsiveness with the people around you. Don't compare yourself and be very, very conscious of that. It's easier for them because voice, play, be curious, pick stuff up, try it on, see what works, put down what doesn't. There is nothing wrong with quitting something. And then that last one, that crucial one, is to ask for help. Life is not a solo sport, and together we are way stronger. All right, that concludes the 100th episode of Unashamedly Human with Emily Chabon, the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. If you've loved this episode, I would really, really love it if you would share the absolute shit out of it. You can share your favorite snippet on Spotify through Instagram. You can tag me, Unashamedly Emily. Use the hashtag Unashamedly Human. 
Make sure you jump into the Unashamedly Human with Emily Chubborn Facebook group. Really exciting things are happening there in 2022. And as always, go in peace so that you can love and serve yourselves because then we can be at peace to love and serve the world. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, I'd appreciate it if you shared it. Huge thanks to the Amplify community. They are a group of women who continue to show up for themselves, who give themselves permission to live a life of their dreams so that they can stand in the demonstration to other people of what is possible when we get out of our own way. You can get in touch with me and my team at info at emilychubborn.com. Please feel free to follow me on social media. I've been told that my stories are quite funny, also featuring quite a lot of my very cute dog, Theodore. My handle is at at unashamedly Emily. Are we still doing that? Come on, Em. It's unashamedly Emily. All right, my loves. Thank you all very much for listening.